I talked to a wishy-washy person just the other day and I asked, hey, were you able to watch the education? And they said, yes, once, literally one time. Are you kidding me? Like if you want to learn any skill set, right, no matter what you're learning, repetition is key. How many times if you're playing a musical instrument, how many times do you play a scale or do you play a part and practice a certain a certain part over and over and over again? If you're in sports, how many times do you drill layups in basketball? Like there's always this part, this repetition. You know you're wishy-washy if you watch something once and you think you got it. If trading is going to be the answer to potentially financial difficulties, if it's the answer to getting out of a rat race nine to five, if it's the answer to spending more time with family, if this is this answer, how much are you actually willing and committed to put into mastering the skill? It's not a, I'll just learn it in two seconds. It, that's not what this is. It's a, it's a skill set to master. It takes a level of commitment and uh, discipline, you know, to, to really get it going. Is it worth it? Heck yeah. Hundred percent, right? So what are the secrets? secrets? How do some of the most successful entrepreneurs find the freedom that we all got into business for in the first place? How did they find the time, energy, and resources to launch and scale strong? And how do entrepreneurs like us align our time, money, and energy in a way that will allow us to reach what we set out to achieve? These are the key questions, and this community will give you the answers. Welcome to the Prosperity Movement. Well, I'm glad that we're going to open up this podcast today with this wonderful, um, you know, devotional from my mom inspired me the other day. And so we're on the Prosperity You podcast right now, and uh, we've got this awesome topic. And the topic is no more wishy-washy. All right. No more wishy-washy. Uh, we're not going to be wishy-washy. We don't attract wishy-washy. We want nothing to do with wishy-washy. Uh, but my mom actually sent me this devotional the other day. We we do reading plans together on the Bible app, and um, she found this, and I found it very, very inspiring. So it says, uh, no more wishy-washy. Too many people are wishy-washy. They pursue their dreams as long as they're getting good breaks. Their commitment to friends and family or in the workplace is based on things going their way. Now, when things get difficult, when it's taking longer than they thought, when they're not getting credit, they get discouraged and slack off, kind of like Zach when he was late today. I'm just kidding. I was late, too. <laughs> but we've got to hold each other accountable. That I'm going off grid here. <laughs> you can't give up because it's hard or you're lonely or you're being overlooked. You have to be steadfast. And when you stay committed, God will make things happen that you couldn't make happen. And thank God for his grace for us being late too. <laughs> but committed people outlast difficulty. Committed people stick with a marriage even though they have the right to walk away. Committed people go the extra mile and do more than they have to. Committed people show up at church when they don't feel like it. And I'll add this, commit, committed traders show up to their calls and or study recordings as outlined in their trading plan and their training, even if the market isn't perfect or if they're not getting the exact result that they want. They know that consistency is king, that if they show up as committed with consistency, that it's not a matter of if, but when. Is there some area you're tempted to give up in? Take the easy way out. Slack off. Listen. God is saying, stay committed, stay determined, stay faithful. 
Committed people see dreams come to pass and reach the fullness of their destiny. A prayer for today. Father, thank you that you have never been wishy-washy with me. I'll go ahead and add that that sun comes up at the same time every single day. You know, it's a perfect rhythm that's happening. That is a constant. There's no wishy-washy with that. That happens. That's a blessing for us every day. So, Father, thank you that you have never been wishy-washy in your commitment to love me at all times. Thank you that I have the can-do power to be steadfast when it's hard. Help me to stay committed in all my relationships and in my work to be someone others can always count on. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So on that topic, no more wishy-washy. What, what did that spark in you guys after just like listening to that? Soaking that in. What did that spark in you? And, and for everybody listening, you can throw that in the chats. But I, I want to hear from the panelists. What did, what did that spark in you? I feel convicted because I was barbecuing and it got a little out of hand and I was a little bit late. And I probably I had that feeling before I started barbecuing that now was probably not the best time to do it. But I wanted to cram in as much as I could for a second and get a whole bunch okay, of stuff for, done. Today. For all of my Texas brethren here, we have to we have to clarify, Brian. Were you barbecuing or grilling? What were you What were you making? Well, so what do you call barbecue over there, Texas brethren? Barbecue requires barbecue sauce. All right, anything else is grilling. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was grilling. It's the thing because we have to differentiate. Like chili doesn't come with beans, type of thing. I personally <laughs> like chili with beans. It's still chili. They're wrong on that one. Right. But <clears throat> as far as what you were saying, that devotional, that was, that was stellar. Um, the first thing that pops in my mind with that is the idea of desire versus ambition. And I think it's safe to say everybody has roughly the same desire when it comes if we're talking about trading, I, I want to make more money. Or I want an easier, simpler, faster, more efficient, more effective system for income. Right. Uh, yeah. Everyone has that desire. But the truth of the matter is not ever going to be the person who learns how to trade or any other skill set because they don't have the ambition to do what's necessary in the process, right? So when it does get hard or when there's, there's peaks and valley in everything in life, right? And people who give up during the valleys are the ones that don't succeed. They're, they're, the, they're the ones that have mediocrity or maybe even call it average, Right. Uh, and so to, to learn a new skill set, to learn anything, to be better, to self-improve, to love your wife more, your husband more, all these, anything that you can bring into it, there has to be some sort of foundational ambition or passion or, um, a fueling source of purpose as to why the improvement is, is going to happen. Otherwise it's just a desire. It's just a dream, right? But no one has ever said that dreams can't become goals and become reality. Of course, unless it's fictitious, like I, like Travis wants to be six foot tall one day. That's a dream, right? But it's not a goal, not going to happen. Um, and so again, the, the foundational piece I'm trying to say is that there are going to have to be changes in behavior, changes in habits, changes uh, in in perspective and uh, just in process in general for things to see, be seen to fruition. Because the truth of life is that there's peaks and there are valleys, there are ups, there are downs, there are good days, there's bad days, and you've got to be resilient through the bad ones. And that is, of course, you know, I, I think of, um, is it Romans chapter five, when they're talking about having hope and, and celebrating the downfall, celebrating the, the afflictions because they create the character that creates hope that creates the ability to push through.
right? Mm. And that's what I heard in your devotional is basically the difference between desire and ambition. Everybody mm. wants. That's great. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I what love that. What did it that. do for you, Zach? What did it do for you? You know, I think, um, I think it's kind of interesting um, how how few people are committed to almost anything nowadays. You know, it used to be people were committed and loyal to like a company they worked for and they'd stay there for 30 years. And, and nowadays it's recommended by career professionals like, hey, you should leave every five years because you make more money getting a higher raise at a new place, you know, and um, I feel like as our attention spans decrease, <laughs> our commitment level follows suit. Um, and so it's, it's just what a different world it is now compared to, compared to before. Um, and it's an interesting, I just think that's an interesting observation. And how do you become committed would be kind of a follow-up question. And I think, I think the biggest thing there is inspiration. Hmm. So mm -hmm. there's a difference between being motivated versus being inspired. And motivation will give you very short-term results versus inspiration. Like if you're if you're thinking about things that would inspire me, it would be like my family, right? My kids, my friends, um, other folks, um, obviously scripture. Like those are things that inspire me to action versus motivation would be like somebody just saying, you got this, let's go. You know, like that, that's like a hypey motivation that doesn't last forever it's good it, it's good to get the engine running sure but it's not going to last forever um the inspiration is really what what drives commitment i think and um only other thing i can think of for somebody to not be wishy-washy is also have accountability partners you know if you have a goal in trading right or in anything you should have someone there to hold you accountable to that goal um yeah we're fickle people are fickle it's super yeah. it's super easy to do the easy things and to in the process make those small failures right you have an accountability partner it changes the dynamic uh you know just just if even if it's not a single person but a group of people your family you tell everybody hey i'm going to go on this weight loss journey i'm going to start going to the gym it's to save face and not be the failure, people tend to go through with it anyways, just from having announced that they're going to do something, right? It's like, there's a social aspect of following through with your word that helps you in the accountability aspect, right? But if you have somebody specifically aligned in mission, vision, and values with you to, to accomplish something, then that fundamentally fo functions the same way. So yeah, mm -hmm. 100%, I agree with you. Accountability partner. Uh, or accountability group or system of some sort. Uh, when the accountability is not solely on you, my yeah. gosh, how much more inspired or motivated yeah. you are to be disciplined in the process. You know what? I, I just feel like I want to read Romans 5 because you 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 brought it up. I won't read the whole thing, but I'll, I'll read it through to 1, one to 6 here. Therefore, since we have been justifi justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, 
knowing that suffering produces endurance and that endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given unto us. Like, woo, woo. I just want to repeat this one part. Like not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame, but God's love has been poured into our hearts. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Being grateful for the challenges. It's a huge superpower. I'll tell you what. Uh, just, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Interrupting you here. That produces hope is the ending of that expression, right? Mm-hmm. Which I believe transitions over into Isaiah 40, 31 for those who hope in the Lord shall renew their strength and swore on wings like eagles, right? The eagle is a symbol of, of success and high highness and, and prosperity. Literally it's a prosperity symbol, right? So when we rejoice in our suffering, in other words, don't give up and continue to produce our character and longevity and everything else that Romans five said that then goes into translate into Isaiah, which is for those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and have be prosperous. It's not that you will just get it because you're a good person is that you are resilient and did the things that are necessary over time. Mm -hmm. There's no conspiracy theory here when it comes to um, input output cause and effect. I don't know why people say that if you have a calorie deficit and an exercise regime that you won't lose weight for some people that's except for very very minor people with heavy medical conditions it is unanimous it's normal a calorie deficit with an exercise regime will get you into better shape you'll lose weight etc right and the same thing when you focus on a single when you're focused on some skill set to develop over time it's the ups and the downs and the real world experience that will develop into a will will come to fruition for you, right? So when it comes to trading, not giving up and continuing to go forward and make those small gains every single day as far as I learned a little bit more. I learned my lesson. Um, I, I've developed my discipline. I've I found something that inspires me. I'm not just mo- trying to motivate myself every day. Everything that we're talking about, if you go through it long-term, big picture, there's no conspiracy. <laughs> Eventually things pan out as long as you're making the proper forward movements, uh, steps in the right or direction. Doing right? what's outlined for you. Like when I'm watching guys like Dave Wimbush and I'm watching guys like... Uh... Shane and, and, and Guy and all of these guys that show up on a day-to-day basis and they're doing what their coach told them to do. They're doing it. You know, Dave, I think, was the first one to go through and do absolutely everything outlined that James outlined and said, this is what you want to do. This is what you want to get to. This is, And now that, that boy is doing like 10, 20% a day. Like It's the same. He did 20% yesterday. You know, he jumped on on calls with James. He didn't do those alone, but he's yeah. building that consistency. And like the Todds produce every single morning for this guy. What is that? The time of day trade, seven thirty yeah. a.m. Every day he knows what he's looking for. He knows what he sets his pending order. He sets it up. He's got it today, and I was able to pull that twenty from that this morning too. You know, big, big, big consistency with that, with that boy, you know, like these, these guys that are, that are showing up like that and they're doing it day in and day out. They've gone through the education. They've just been consistent with it. They're, they're getting to that point where it, it, I'm just, I'm excited to see what this is, this group is going to be doing in a year from now 
but also you know watching the new people come through and follow suit so quickly nowadays yeah. is amazing well and guys like dave and and guy and shane and matt and all these guys like they're they're wonderful examples of commitment of being committed right we also know of some examples of people being wishy-washy <laughs> and it's it's a night and day difference it is such a drastic difference it's it's so interesting i i um i talked to a wishy-washy person just the other day and i asked hey what were you able to watch the education and they said yes and i said how many times (laughs) once literally one time are you kidding me like if you want to learn any skill set at all um, I don't know. Let's, let's say learning a new language. Okay. I, I have this app. I've been learning Italian. I know Spanish already. So I wanted to expand and, and learn Italian. How many times do I say the same word over and over again? And this app just keeps telling me to say the same phrases over and over again to drill it into my head, right? No matter what you're learning, repetition is key. How many times if you're playing a musical instrument, how many times do you play a scale? Or do you play a part and practice a certain a certain part over and over and over again? If you're in sports, how many times do you drill layups in basketball? Right? Like there's there's always this part, this repetition. And uh, you know, you know you're wishy-washy if you watch something once and you think you got it. You you don't. We were even just having this conversation this morning, and I had asked uh, the, I asked Donovan this morning. I says, "You know, like how many times have you read this book?" I asked you guys, like these books that we're reading, that have completely changed our lives. Like, how many times did you read them? Okay, well, I've I've heard three or four on some. I heard six on some. You're rereading those because you just know that by me going through this and really honing in on this and making it a part of like like almost as as natural as breathing that those habits will pay off they'll pay dividends yeah i remember yeah, the I, would, I was gonna say if i were to ask dave how many times he's watched the videos <laughs> I guarantee yeah. you it's a lot <laughs> a yeah. lot of times. dave dave goes to sleep with the videos playing in the background for his white noise <laughs> <laughs> yeah and why and why wouldn't you right if 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 trading is going to be the answer to potentially financial difficulties, if it's the answer to getting out of a rat race nine to five, if it's the answer to spending more time with family, if this is this answer, how much are you actually willing and committed to put into mastering the skill? It's not, it's not a, I'll just learn it in two seconds. It, that's not what this is. It's a, it's a skill set to master. It takes, it takes a level of commitment and dis, and uh, discipline, you know, to to really get it going. Is it worth it? Heck yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Right, but you can't be wishy washy. Now, does that mean that you're not supposed to have grace with yourself a little bit here and there? Sure. You'll like, make what you'll what, make. what what does that look like if if we're being real though? Because like I mean. I know we say practice makes perfect and all those things. Uh, but the consistency part, like, cause like even again today, I'm, I'm a little convicted. I, 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 I did my best to cram a whole bunch of things, including cooking a big bunch of food. Cause I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was barbecuing. Gr- actually, sorry, bro. I was grilling. I didn't use any barbecue sauce. So, <laughs> so it was grilling, you know, grilling. And then I just knew, oh man, uh, 
and I and and I feel that like I feel like Kate, we were supposed to be here at this time. We actually have people that show up on this call. We we were both you and I, Zach. We were both a little late, mm-hmm. and uh, so what is what does that look like in the process of like? From a consistency standpoint, I mean, we we show up every week. I don't think when's the last time we didn't have a podcast, and what are some of the reasons that we don't? Yeah, the the only reasons is usually scheduling. Um, but scheduling we know of ahead of time, right? Um, but a lot of times it'll be holidays. Have, holidays are holidays, usually the the only or we have like another another event later the same day, so we don't want to like demand too much time from people, so we'll just do right. one event. Right. Yeah. There, there are unique moments, but, but for the most part, this happens every week at this time, every single week. Uh, so there, there is a sense of still consistency there, but like, let's talk about the grace part because again, we're going to make mistakes through this. You'll be, uh, off timing, whatever, like all that kind of stuff. Like what is, what does that look like? How, how, what does a person have to exude in that process? Going back on what you said earlier about practice makes perfect. I want to get rid of that antage altogether. That's that's a false belief. There's no such thing as perfect, mm-hmm. but practice makes progress, right? That's that's kind of the idea. And uh, almost always, I refer to trading as like going to the gym because it just it's like a perfect metaphor, right? Or is it analogy? Um, analogy, but analogy. It, it, it just fits it so perfect. So when it comes to having grace and such, here, here's a, a truth of the matter is that you you, you can't, there, there is a plateau of which going to the gym doesn't produce any extra results, right? If you go to the gym for 10 hours a day, every day, that's not actually helping you in that process. The body does require rest, right? The body requires that there be breaks in between. And I mean, realistically, anything more than a couple hours going to the gym for 99% of people is way overkill. And you reach this plateau where you're not actually gaining what you're trying to gain. And so with with trading, uh, learning this skill set, yeah, one, you're not going to be perfect in it at all. No one is. And so there should be a room for error, room for grace, room for forgiveness for things that were mistakes that you learn from and grow from, right? Uh, and give yourself time to rest in between as well. Trying to learn how to trade eight hours a day, five days a week is probably not as productive as you may think because we're so used to the idea of when I go to work, I clock in and I get paid. There's a tangible result that happens. There's a, there's an outcome that happens from that. When you when you do the same thing for eight hours a day, trying to learn a new skill set doesn't necessarily translate in the same way, right? Like you're not getting the exact pound for pound difference there, right? It's all about that consistency, okay? You're not going to be 100% perfect with that consistency, um, but as consistent as you can get on a regimen and a planned and managed approach, the better, more efficient, more effective your gains and and growth and progress will be. So practice makes progress not perfect. And if we think we're going to be perfect in the process, process, we're fooling ourselves, right? And so when we are a little bit late, of course, life happens. Of course, little things can come up. And to, to be able to be okay with those things is the idea of being able to walk away like a legend. And Brian, you say that pretty well. Walking away like a legend, what does that mean? Walking away like a legend... I think it depends in, in contextually what, what, what we're like, can you give me an example of, of like a scenario so of walking you, away like a legend? If you have a, if you have a rough trading day, 
yeah, like there there is a point where I think so I want to be careful with this one because some of the greatest of the greats push through this this barrier. But I think it's it's finding that that place of where like you're gonna see impact and progress. Like you utilize the word progress, which I love because again, I don't believe in perfection either. It is a constant progress. Uh but if you are if you're hitting this wall where it's like that's it. Like especially when you're dealing with I think trading money and and you like for example, you've got you know the program says there's three trades and I'm playing within my rules and my rules say that once this happens, I've got to hightail it and that's it, that's all. I'm not going to involve emotion. I'm not going to involve any of that. I am following my integrity of like the consistency of what this plan is. There is your walk away moment like a legend because, hey, I'm following as part of my process. This is allotted. This is part of it. I'm going to be consistent in this. That's my commitment. Boom, I'm walking away. That is walking away like a legend. That is now, here's the thing. Now I can go back and I can learn from what happened. And I can soak it in. I can go over it with my coach. That's legendary is when you're also now bringing in and you're processing through what happened and you're learning from what happened. There's other examples where I would say it could be a little different. And I'll give you an example of this. When I was learning how to play guitar growing up, and this might be something that you can transfer over to demo. Okay. If you were on demo, this is a little different, but while I was learning how to play guitar, I was such a like focused dude on like getting that part. And I would get frustrated and frustrated at that one part to say, this could never get it. And, but I can't say I could never get it. I pushed until I got it. Right. Hmm. So it was like, I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. So I think there's certain aspects of that. Like you'll look at guys like uh, Michael Jordan and, he would he would do the same thing, right? Like how many times did he fail before he got it? And he pushed through that failure to get it, right? But then on game day, it was game day, and it was like there was a certain set of things that you, you followed certain yeah. set of things, right? So I guess it depends on the context of the scenario in trading. If I'm in live, there's legendary is walking away, after a certain series of events occurs and you're doing it with poise that's legendary i mean even wishy-washy and walking away uh can you be wishy-washy and walking away well i think you can be wishy-washy and walking away if you walk away and quit and you're done and 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 then you come back six months later and i've seen that Mm -hmm. like watching everybody else get success and then i'm going to come back and then uh, and then I leave again and then, ah, man, there are a handful of people that I see and I'm just waiting to see them every three to six months <laughs> because they're witnessing and they see other people winning. And then it's like, oh, well, let me re-engage now because every, I see all these people doing so good. Obviously it works. And then it's like somewhere you have to have this inner belief in yourself where it's just like, mm. I always, yeah. I always like when it when it comes to making a mistake, whether it's with trading or anything, and giving yourself a little grace. Um, I was just talking about this actually in in uh, in Blair's group the other night. Um, so Leslie was there. He, he'll know what I'm talking about. But one of my favorite sayings, and it's it's my favorite saying because I heard a C. I used to be an engineer, and the company I was an en- engineer for 
I heard the COO say this to some high up corporate guys for one of one of our clients. And I was I was there with the client corporate guys and he and the COO of our company was on the phone. Okay. And the, the problem was there was a big mistake that happened. Wasn't my fault, I promise. It was actually the software's fault. But so there's a big mistake that happened, which costs nice chunk of change to the company some things broke okay so they were pissed so they called the coo of the company his name is mike and uh mike was like okay here's some solutions to prevent this from happening again blah 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 blah, blah. and they were like well we want to know who put this in the software and I'm, i'll never forget this because they were so mad that he said this but it worked <laughs> mike was like hey listen let's not cry over spilled milk <laughs> And then he's like, here's our solutions. And he just stuck with it. Of course, they were like, okay. And then when they hung up, they were swearing up a storm. And <laughs> I can't believe he said that to us. But the the saying is very, very applicable. Let's not cry over spilled milk. You're allowed to cry over spilled milk for five seconds. It's all you got. Okay. So that's my rule. So I got five seconds where I'm allowed to somewhat beat myself up. And then I'm done. Boom. Milk has right. been spilled. Not changing that. All I can change is what's what I'm doing now. And change what's been done, but you I can like change that. what's moving forward. Yeah. When I was in like maybe fourth grade or so, I got in trouble for going up the slide. But the problem with it, because you know you can't, you should not, you're supposed to only go down the slide. The problem with it is it wasn't me. It literally was a different kid that I I went down. He came up past me. And I told him, like, you're not supposed to be going up the slide. I was like a rule follower, right? And I get to the bottom, and the teacher comes, and she grabs me, and she goes, you can't go up the slide. And I was like, it wasn't me. And she goes, I saw you do it. And she was convicted that it was, like, she knows it was me. She was an eyewitness, right? And, and I, you know, obviously I was denying it because it wasn't true. I, I learned a very valuable lesson right there of extreme ownership because as I was trying to convince her, I finally just said, you know what? I'm sorry. She goes, huh. Wow, it's okay. Just don't do it again. And then I got, I didn't, I didn't have to do the 15 minute penalty like we normally had to do. And so I realized, oh, extreme ownership is like really a good thing. And then I, I brought it home with me. That wasn't even you, though, bro. It, it wasn't me, but hear me out. But like when I went home, <laughs> I learned this too. I used to get on the counters all the time. And it was, you know, how short I am. So I got to jump up on the counter to grab a glass. <laughs> it's and, still like that today. No, just kidding. <laughs> so I would knock some things over on accident and I broke like so many plates and, and glassware and such, right? And so. Um, I remember I broke a plate and I was like, okay, extreme ownership's going to get me what I want. So I, I picked everything up and I went to my mom and I said, I broke another plate because I got up on the, on the counter. And of course she was mad, but she goes, I'm really happy that you were growing up and you told me, right? And I just started using this rule of thumb pretty much everywhere. Now it doesn't extrapolate. Like if you get blamed for murder, don't like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like you don't do that. That's stupid. But this extreme ownership work. of when you do something wrong, like Zach said, you've got a few minutes to cry and say, oh, that was stupid, but then get over it. We're, we're adults, right? Get over it, move on. There's no point in being anxious and worrying. There's no point in beating yourself up because it's not productive. It's victimhood. To be the victor, you've got to be able to face what's happening and maturely, responsibly, reasonably address it as an adult and keep going forward. Of course, there's nuances. Big things can happen and it's different. But when it comes to just a general sense of I'm making my baby steps forward every single day, when a mistake happens, you've got to, you got to let it go. 
taking ownership yeah. of it. Oh, I made a mistake. Here's what I've learned. Right. Even when I'm reading, I'll go through, I'll read like three, four paragraphs, depending on how long they are. And then I'll stop and then look back and see what I've done and say it out loud. Here's what I learned in that process the over and over and over again. And that's kind of the daily process that people should go through with trading is what did I learn today? However small or big it may be. Right. So it's, okay, here's yeah. what I learned today, Travis. Do not grill 15 minutes before the podcast. Y'all nice. can you all can hold me accountable to that. So if I ever come on here again and I'm late because I was grilling, you can grill me. It's a ah. it's, it's a good <laughs> excuse, I think. So, I'm sorry, I'm I'm late. I was I was making steak. <laughs> like what a manly reason to be late to the podcast. And to be fair, who gets to do that? Uh, like on Thursday afternoon, it just feels good, and the weather's beautiful. It was just like it was good. I enjoyed it. So part of me is not sorry. <laughs> it's like a sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was at trading, but I shouldn't have been actually. So, oh, 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 were you over trading? Mm. Uh, yeah, but it was, it was, uh, I was just testing some things from, from James and um, it was because I was, I was editing, <laughs> I was editing a pod origins video. I'm like halfway through it. And then I'm like, huh. That's cool. Let me go look at that. <laughs> and I got distracted and started looking uh, at Oh, uh, you're like, you were, you were over trading? Yeah. No. I was were trading you? outside of my trading Brian, plan. Let's, get, let's give him a quick shame. Oh, trading outside of your trading plan. Were you on live or were you on demo, Zach? Live. Ah, uh, you're testing Dang. things on live? It's, it's like a, it's my throwaway account. Ah, uh, okay. okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> but, gotcha. yeah. Still not okay. Still, still was late, right? So, yeah. um. But anyway, let's not cry over spilled milk. <laughs> it's not gonna happen again. <laughs> um. But that is a good way to kind of have grace with yourself, and it, and and actually, it is a level of commitment. Like, you're if you're starting the journey of trading, I promise you, I guarantee you are going to make mistakes. I promise you. And and I even guarantee you're going to lose a little bit of real money during the process. Not enough. You'll still be overall profitable if you're following the rules, right? But everyone has a lost day every once in a while. Even James. I mean, Shane, Shane today said that, and, and the funny thing is, is James said, we are in buy mode, not taking any of these sells. And Shane's like, I learned my lesson trying to force sells in a buy market today. Because mm. <laughs> yep. it was like he was getting a, a we, you know, you get the odd indication that the, you know the the indicators might say one thing, but again, we got to notice the market behavior and the bigger picture and all of those moving parts. And so this James is forecasting on the call, letting you know this is what's happening. This is what we're looking for. Boom, boom, boom. Man, people raked it, it in today. It blows calls. my mind sometimes, um, and not to not to. Th- not to throw uh, Shane under the bus by any means, because it's not just him. Um, I just no, remember he doesn't this. do that often. This I, I've right. just been seeing him win after win, and it's, oh, it yeah. was his one one he had probably a spoof day. So yeah, for sure, for sure. But I remember there was uh, one of the James calls I was on. He was he literally called out a price point right for the for the Nas. He said, "Look, when this when it hits when it crosses this price point, that's when you can enter a buy." And I remember sitting there looking at James's chart, right? I was just looking at Zoom and I had my phone with my broker and I'm just sitting there waiting for it to cross this line. And it got within 
within five pips, but it never actually crossed over at that moment. Right? It was like five, maybe three pips. It was getting kind of close. And I'm like, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. And all of a sudden in the Zoom chat, I start seeing a bunch of people. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. And I'm like, why are you in? It didn't cross over. And then guess what it did? You're back the other way. They all got kicked out with their stop loss. And then a couple minutes later, it actually crossed where James said to wait. I hopped in and I got like 30 pips. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's literally, it's, it's a matter of just listening and like following and having that discipline of like, okay, if he says it's a buy market, I'm not even, I'm not even entertaining sales. I don't care if I miss out. I could have entered on a sell. I don't care. James said it's a buying market. I'm going to buy. Right. James isn't perfect either. Right. right. How many times did he did he have a non profitable day last year? Five. Five times. Was it five? Yes. Are you sure? Another... I thought it was like one a quarter sort of thing. No, it usually last last year was five. Oh, he got a fiver last year? Still. Yeah, five times last year. Oof. But it's important to note here. Out of not... three hundred and sixty five days and how many trades? Because sometimes he's doing three, four, five trades a day. So you're talking five total trades. Yeah. It is insane. It's and insane. he was talking about today. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Travis, but I do. And you can keep going once, I'm, once, once I got this. But like he was talking today because he's got a pro account. And so like if you lose on a pro account up to a certain amount, you actually have to pay a broker. Right. Mm -hmm. So certain accounts, let's say you something happens and like you lose like up to half your account or whatever with a normal like they'll they'll kick it out. They'll they'll stop it. Like the the play will stop and your account like part of your account is saved. That doesn't happen with a pro account. If your pro account like blows for some odd reason, for some stupid reason, uh then not only do you lose it all, but you have to pay the broker up to $10,000. Like so there's pros and cons to all of these things cuz he's got extra extra awesome things for having a pro account but then there's the other side of it too so it's like just crazy to think like that you know he's on that level <laughs> he's yeah. like fearless of any of those moving parts yeah not gonna yeah. happen because the the fact of the matter is that he and in prosperity movement as a whole is a conservative trading system right yeah. and there you know we had a student come through and on her first three sessions which there, there's like you know, including James in our inner circle, there's like 14 something sessions every single week. Right. Uh, and on the first three, the beginning of the year, right there, we didn't take any trades because the market wasn't producing a signal for us. We only trade when the market is, is, is performing, which is normally going to be day by day. But this just so happens that these three sessions were like, well, I'm not going to go risk any money on these crappy trades. Right. Um, and that, so, so the, the idea of, of what I'm trying to say is that the, the conservative approach, it just works. You don't have to trade every single day, right? Or every time you jump into the markets, again, it's not a job. You don't get paid just because you show up, you get paid for the discipline and the skill set that you develop. And James has that down to a T he's not perfect, but he's really, really precise. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, that's, that's the idea of, of teaching our, our members how to come through and have the discipline to walk away like a legend today's yeah, not a justin, day i'm not, not going to trade right yeah justin taught us justin was our our first trading um mentor and he taught us you don't get paid to trade you get paid to wait mm -hmm. um that's so true absolutely true it's all about the patience and the discipline 
Um, and then you can make bank, <laughs> right? As long as you follow the rules, have the discipline, be committed, because you are going to have some challenges. It's part of the game, part of the learning process. Mm. So good. Awesome. No more wishy-washy. No like. more wishy-washy. So if you don't want to be wishy-washy and you want to find consistency in a scenario that has a mutual, uh, what is the, I mean, we've got a six month guarantee. What's the point of the guarantee, uh, Travis? The point of the guarantee? Yeah. Be able to have you be task oriented instead of worrying. You can be focused on progress, focused on what actually matters. Uh, to date, we have not yet given anybody a guarantee. They've not needed it, right? Well, and we've so given everybody there. a guarantee, but we've not yeah. needed to execute honored the to, guarantee. Right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is honored. But the whole point of it is it's a mutual accountability, right? Like that's that's kind of what yeah. I was getting at. But yeah, you you you. so you're saying that you think that it, it helps keep people focused as well. It keeps them focused. And, and here's the fun part about it is that the the qualifications to get the guarantee right to be protected in the market which we also protect you on the money invested in the market too right which is cool but the way to get it is you've got to follow the rules and we know if you're following the rules because you record your sessions as part of our support systems we get to see exactly what you've done and give you tailored uh, customized practical feedback for you not just for some group or some theoretical process we get to talk to you directly so you record your screens and we know if you're following the rules and we know if you do follow the rules it works <laughs> so that's first none the second one is you got to let us know at least once per week what's going on where are you how are things going okay and if you're on the struggle bus the last one is you got to ask for support we're here to help you if you need some help we're going to and if you don't break the rules you'll let us know where you are and if where you are needs some help and we help you we know it's going to transpire in the direction you want it to so with that being said, the guarantee is an accountability system because if you do what's necessary, we'll show up and do what's necessary, and it's a win-win scenario, right? Mm -hmm. um, and when we know that that's the case, it does a wonders for being able to get the fear off of the chest and let people focus on task at hand, which is to learn how to crawl, then to learn how to walk, to learn how to run, and to learn how to sprint, right? So good. Love it. So if you want to start that process of no more wishy-washy, uh, being focused, uh, getting the proper support, having a proper accountability uh, system so that you can be consistent and back engineer your full power and potential so you can ultimately do more of the things you love with the people you love most, just go to prosperitymovement.online. And at the bottom right-hand corner, there's a chat bubble. Just put all of your information in there and then just type wishy-washy and we'll send you no more wishy-washy make it yeah. not wishy-washy make it no more wishy-washy and we'll send you the blueprint completely complimentary and we'll get you moving and grooving and the whole point of the blueprint is to help you do your due diligence so you can find out whether or not prosperity movement truly is the best fit for you and then also to help increase your success because at the end of the day it's not enough to just have a uh a strategy and 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 just like, you know, uh, like you, Travis, you always talk about going to the gym. A lot of people will have a workout plan. And for some reason, why is a workout plan just not enough? Right. But when you have yourself a really awesome personal trainer 
and you have a workout plan and you have a proper system. You might read a book called Body for Life by Bill Phillips that's going to help you with the proper mindset, the proper heart set, and all of the moving parts. It's also going to prepare you understanding with some of the struggles that you're going to face and how to overcome them. It's going to prepare you for proper success. So all of that's sitting there for you, and we look forward to seeing you next Thursday. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And one thing to note, too, before we sign off here is it is first come, first serve basis. We only have a limited number of slots available. Um, ultimately, what we have to offer you is not some course with some information. It's our time and dedication to making sure we help you specifically customize a way to learn how to trade profitably. Because of that, and because we're only willing to spend so much time per week and with per person, we limit the amount of people that we have come through. And right now in 2024, there has been a major shift in the market. Lots of people are trying to flock away from their jobs and prepare for the next few years ahead of us. And so we have been inundated with a list and we are actually backed up usually between one and two weeks. So it is quite urgent. If you are at all interested in this, we have some really cool yeah. uh, complimentary things for you to go through and get a really good start and foundation with everything. And I just encourage you to jump in as soon as you can if you want to move forward with us because we are ready to move forward with you. And on the reality of those numbers, there is actually 350 people. If you're watching this right now, most people, you might be watching this because you come through Facebook and you're, you're trying to dig a little bit deeper. Uh, but our Facebook ads right now, we've got about 350 people coming through a week. That's 1,400 people a month. That's just under 17,000 people a year. Okay. Now, we were averaging 50 people a week last year. Mm -hmm. So we've... What, what what are we sitting at? How many X a week right now? A lot. I don't know. A lot. Yeah. Three. I mean, three thousand. What is it? That's seven times. We're at seven X. If you look seven at times. seven X, something yeah. happened in the market. I think people are seeing twenty twenty four for what it is. They're, the the banks are doing five percent saving account APYs. That's crazy. They they want yeah. your money staying in there for a reason and. We, the podcast is not here to fear monger and, and do conspiracy theories. We're not going to talk about it, but there's something here. The market's shifting. People are, are seeing things and let's, it's just time to write rock and roll, get our ducks in a row, get ourselves diversified and everything will be okay. Right. So. All right. Chat soon. See you next week. Thanks guys. Bye-bye.